know the rules. Because there aren't any! Why are dingleberries brown? Just the way shit is. Talk into the mic, though. Talk into the mic. And you okay. can hold it, by the way. You can actually hold yours right up to your mouth. Can I take it off the stand? Yeah. That's so much better. Why didn't we just think of that? I was trying to tell you to do that earlier, actually. Oh. Oh, I'm listening now. This is a, this is a, a first for the banter booth. Not a, not a complete first. But it has been so long since I've done someone actually in the same room as me for this podcast. And so since episode seven is by my recollection that was the last time i did it It was my butt with my buddy mike bannock and so it's good to see you it's just good to see another person while having a conversation thank you for that awesome <laughs> input you son of a bitch fuck you uh for all those people that uh, don't know who this guy is joining me on the banter booth today i've got the lovable cole Howsworth. glad to be here glad to have you honestly man like I feel like it's been a while since we've talked too, so yeah, we, it'll be nice to catch up. Yeah, we catch up every now and then. <laughs> I like how we live down the street from one another, and there is almost no contact between us. Well, we both work nights, but we work different. You work days of the night, yeah, or week. You work nights during Monday to Friday, and then I'm nights usually from Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. So the de- nights that you have off. I'm working and the nights that I have off, you're working. Plus, I've been up at like 9, 10, 30 in the morning lately. Which is ridiculous. I can't even get up that early. I When I go to sleep at night, I'm going to sleep because I get off work about 2, 2.30. I get off I get off then. Then I decide to go to sleep about two hours after that because I don't want to go right to sleep after, my work, after work's over. I want to get time to relax, wind down, enjoy myself, maybe have a bath. Yeah, last night I just watched like half an episode of The Walking Dead and went straight to bed. Where are you on that right now? I know you're doing a rewatch. Um, Negan is just fucking terrorizing Alexandria to shit. What the fuck? Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> last time I checked in with you, you were on season three, episode like six. Yeah. That was, or episode eight that or whatever. Was, that was like two weeks ago. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. It's got, it's got good. I can't stop. It's gotten good. Well, season seven and season eight, I consider to be the worst seasons. So the fact that you say it got good, it's crazy. I love Negan. He's fucking hilarious. I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I love the character of Negan. And I think his performance as Negan is fantastic. And the guy who played Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. (sighs) Simon? Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. But he's only yeah he's only in there for those two seasons, barely in it for season seven, and then they well, upgrade I'm him. To a I'm in the middle of it right now. <laughs> uh, he just he's just barely there. That was my problem with him. I thought I would wish he was there more. I also thought that he'd be a great Negan as well. But seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan's performance, he kind of brings a different sort of attitude to Negan as opposed to what you see in the comic books, which is which is okay. You know, it's a different medium, and obviously interpretations and whatnot are going to be different. Yeah, I've never read the comic books. I've read the comic books here and there. I've read the first issue. That's it. The first issue? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I read most of those earlier ones. I literally just jumped in in the prison arc, and then I just read from there. And it was, like, online. So it was, like, whatever I could find on this one website. And 
reading it there or just skipping through it and seeing all the main points. Or sometimes I would just wiki an issue and see, okay, I'll just get the summary of everything that happened. I want to see what fucked up thing happened in the comic book here. <laughs> like Glenn getting his fucking head beat in with Lucille. Well, that's pretty much spot on to exactly mm-hmm. how it happened. So I popping out of the nothing skull. Nothing to worry about there. That was wicked. Oh, that was, well, that was fucking... That was hot. <laughs> and then Abraham taking it like a champ. Ah. Oh. Suck my nuts. And <laughs> of all the characters in The Walking Dead, he was one of my favorites. Like Abraham, he was my only kid. in it for that those two seasons, four to six, basically, with a two two appearances in season seven. Of course, the dying episode and the flashback in the in the finale. But the I loved his one line. What <laughs> Rosita comes up to him, basically asks him, "Why are you breaking up with me?" And he's like. Why are dingleberries brown? <laughs> it's just the way shit is. <laughs> no, I, I heard that. Like I just listened to that uh, like two days ago. I laughed my ass off. I had to pause it and tell Alyssa the joke and laugh my ass off even more. Yeah, that one was good. I, lo- I loved that one a lot. Um, <laughs> or when he's talking to Glenn in, right before the episode where they both die. And he's like, when you were pouring the Bisquick... Were you trying to make a pancake? <laughs> out of all the out of all the people on the show, he had the best like one liners, yeah, all the clips. best throwaway lines. I, I Michael Cudlitz. I, I wish since he avoided his death and they gave it to the Denise character in the show in the episode twice as far, she gets the arrow through his eye through the eye. Yeah, from I, uh, I really Dwight. thought they were they should have just kept him on. Yeah. Like who was your favorite character in the show? So far? Yes, yeah, sure. So far during the rewatch. I mean, I know you've watched it before, but yeah, who's your favorite character? Well, I mean, the give me is Daryl, 100%. Every, <laughs> everybody loves Daryl from the Walking Dead game to um, probably Negan, definitely. Negan, yeah. He's the biggest badass motherfucker there is. <sighs> yeah, Negan's okay. I mean, he's up there for me. He's probably like top five because I loved some of the shitty things he's done to that group, which probably makes me sound like a bad person. But I love watching villains terrorize the good guys um, way more than I should, like to the point where I'm actually cheering for the villains to win sometimes. Oh, I haven't liked the villain so much since Negan. God damn. <laughs> the governor was also like even one where I, I didn't uh, I, I didn't mind him. I know everybody like hated him. My mom especially hated the governor. But I actually really enjoyed. He was too sadistic and fucked up. He did. I almost thought no, he was too tame. He had no purpose to the things he was doing besides getting Penny back or whatever. Yeah, his obsession with Penny. I mean, I, I also was so obsessed with the governor. I bought his um the four novels they made on him, the Rise of the Governor, the Road to Woodbury, and then the Fall of Governor Part One and Part Two. I bought those, but. The fall of the governor is basically just what you see in the comic books, the whole prison storyline, but told from the perspective of everyone from Woodbury, more or less. Yeah. So we see Rick, Michonne, Glenn, and all of them in different perspectives. And we get to see how the attack played out from a different perspective, which is definitely an interesting way to read it. But the origin story of the governor in those books is way cooler. And obviously they touch upon that in season four. They just redo it, where he encounters a family, the dad dies... He goes with the family, falls in love with the woman, takes them to, um, well, in the in the book, it was... His brother's kid, wasn't it? In the book, wasn't it his brother's kid? Yeah, well, yeah, well, in the books, he took his brother's name. 
Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So his he, name was Philip. Yeah. So he took his brother's name because, and that's how he turned into the governors. And then he sort of, not like anybody would know in the comic books or anybody that, like, unless you knew the brother, like, no one would know that they, that he took the brother's name and then became the governor. So everyone thinks that that's his actual name, but in reality it wasn't. He just took his brother's name, which is one of the best parts of the book when his brother does die. And then that happens, which I'm a little foggy on the details of how it happens. I just know he dies. <laughs> I haven't read that book since high school. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. You're saying you read that book? Yeah. What? The the first one. I read the first the one. The first one? Okay. Where his brother dies. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to call bullshit because I didn't believe you. I've, I bought the second one, but I never read it. Oh, I bought the second one, read it all the way through, but it was very forgettable. Like the second one was more or less just getting you set up for all the supporting characters in Woodbury, which was okay. I understand why you would make a book kind of about that, but I wanted more of the governor and I felt like he wasn't in the second one as much to my liking, at least. (sighs) All right, man. Instead of being silent there, why don't you just tell me some more about the walking dead? Like, Upon second watch, how much like you're enjoying it more than so this time than the first time? Or well, yeah, I'm yeah. The well, like we were talking about before, the weekly uh, episodes coming out weekly. How you'd rather just watch it all in one go? Yeah, I'm loving that because I'm not missing an episode, <laughs> right? Because I used to be out with the boys on Sunday nights. Yeah, doing. Oh, I season eleven just started two weeks ago, and I haven't watched the season premiere or the second episode yet. But which is crazy considering I do consider the show. One of my top five favorites of all time. And so I used to be so obsessed with it. I wouldn't miss that nine o'clock showing. I'd be there, watch it. Didn't want to miss anything that ever happened in that show. I remember that, watching it with your mom every Sunday night. Were you there? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was the story. I could have sworn. I actually could have sworn that we did a whole watch party. We watched one one episode together with your mom. We did... (laughs) Didn't we? I did a whole. I, I did. I threw a party for the season yeah. seven pr- premiere. Julian so, was there. Juicy was there. Y- Andrew Justice, was there. Was uh, Andrew there? I can't remember Justice being there. I, I, I for some reason I have this feeling that Mitchell Priestap was there, but even that feels wrong. Yeah, I think Priestap was there. I think I want to say Taylor was there, but that feels wrong as well. That's wrong. There was there. There had to be a. I think there was I don't a girl think there. There was any girls there besides your mom. It was just all dick. <laughs> just, yeah, it was just, all dick. <laughs> And your mom. Oh, son of a bitch. Really thought that there was a girl there. Okay. And we were losers, though. So that makes sense. Yeah. Whatever. That was high school. <laughs> we both have girlfriends now. That's, that's all that matters. Thank God things have changed. Thank God. Yeah, Zach grew up. Lost his V-card. <laughs> it only took me until I was 18. Then it, then it finally happened. I finally... Almost 19. <laughs> I was six months away from being 19. <laughs> I would think was the was that the last one in the friend group or was that Andrew? This is getting a little personal for the podcast. Not a lot of people know this information about me. Andrew lost lost his in high school. So did you? Are you about to like blow my mind and tell me that like he lost like? Well, it was before we prom, right? Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Maybe we shouldn't. Andrew probably doesn't want this information out. Maybe we'll cut this. We'll talk about this. No, we'll keep it. But we can talk about this later. We'll talk about this more later. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sorry, this has totally got me. Th- it's totally thrown. Um, I wanted to ask about this because you just went on a trip, and I just came back from a trip. You went to Nova Scotia. I went to Montreal. I went through Montreal. You went through Montreal, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, you had the twenty-six hour road trip 20, to get to where you were going. Twenty, 
21. 21? I'm we going off. did of... it in 26. Oh. Yeah. I think I remember you sending me a picture of you sitting on the toilet saying like 26 hours later or something. Or, <laughs> yeah. or first, oh, it was first shit in 26 hours or something. <laughs> sitting on the toilet in the B&B. You stayed at the B&B for a week? Yeah. I thought she had family up there. I thought you would just stay with the family. We did. We stayed right down the road from her uh, Nana and Gramps. Wouldn't you want to save money and just live with them? You know, share a bed with Nana and Gramps, cuddle with Grandpa a little bit. I know uh, you'd like that. I like my privacy. <laughs> I like to do things that uh, they probably would not approve of. So, I want to ask, just because um, I know this is on everybody's mind that's listening, especially Justice, why did you come back? I need money. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just stay in Nova Scotia knowing everyone's lives would be better if you did? Um, because my family wouldn't be. <laughs> Maybe you guys, is, but they're not, I, as, I... <laughs> they're not as cold-hearted bitches as you guys. I had to get that out of the way. I know Justice, if he was listening, he'd want to hear. Plus our dog missed dog. us. Oh, that's right. You have that dog. Yeah. Alyssa's dog. I forget its name. So Mowgli. Mowgli. Yeah. Just like Jungle Book. Exactly like it's named Jungle after Jungle Book. It's right? named after the Disney. It'd be yeah. weird if you chose that name and, and it wasn't had, it didn't have anything to do with Jungle Book. Oh, I just chose Mowgli because <laughs> I like the sound of it. Oh, you're not a fan of Jungle Book, eh? <laughs> what the fuck is Jungle Book? <laughs> exactly. Well, I never heard of it. What is that? And then you watch and you're like, wow, I chose a great name. Why didn't I go with the bear though? <laughs> Bob, what the fuck was the bear's name? I'm going to have to cut this part so we don't sound like morons. <laughs> I thought it was Boo. No, it's not Boo. It's fucking... Oh, I thought oh, it was it's... Babu or Bazoo. What the fuck are you talking about? Bazoo? <laughs> Bear from Jungle Book. We got to Google this because we're so stupid. It's Baloo. Oh, oh Bazoo is pretty fucking close. Okay, well, I'll give you Bazoo is pretty close. Calm down. Baloo. I see your audio there. You were way too fucking loud. <laughs> I got to keep it within the lines. Yeah, keep it within the lines. Okay. That's this is great. great. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, what if Marvel? Wait, no. We're just talking about trips. Trips. I'm way all over you the place. skipped all over yours. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to cut all that fucking shit out. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Yeah, the dog missed us. That's the only person that missed you, because I can tell you right now, I didn't miss you at all. Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Cole. You know that. You're one of my oldest friends. Now you are, at least. It's kind of surprising to see how far we've come, but that's a conversation we'll get into in a bit. So, Nova Scotia, what did you do there? Anything cool? Did you, did you jump off a cliff? Did you ride a dolphin? <laughs> no, I did not jump in a cliff. I didn't see any dolphins, no. I went to the Fortress of Louisburg. Checked that out. Saw some cannon fire. Nice. Yeah. Um, ate this really expensive, cheap-ass burger. <laughs> but I also had the best pulled pork of my life. Oh. It was delicious. Islands on the water. Islands on the water. If That's you ever, restaurant? yeah, if you ever go, it's by the world's biggest fiddle, right beside it. World's biggest fiddle. World's biggest fiddle. I'll Cape, check Bre- this out. Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Okay. Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Islands of the water. Well, islands by the water. Or islands on the by water. The wa- islands on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm butchering it here, making sure for those people that are planning your road trips this late into the year. <laughs> Get the pulled pork sandwich at Islands on the Water. <laughs> root beer pulled pork. That just sounds amazing. Oh, root beer. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Uh, what other food did you try? Um, lobster. 
Oh man. It was salty. I was gonna try lobster in Montreal, and I, I, after trying duck, I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not to, gonna try lobster now. To get it at what well, duck and lobster are two completely different things, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, oh, I understand that. It's just I didn't like duck that much that I was unwilling to try lobster after I tried the duck. Duck is a meat, like a bland meat. Yeah, it's like like deer. This has not okay, okay. This has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. It just didn't taste good, Cole. <laughs> It ends there. I did not like how it <laughs> tasted. It was a duck taco. I had it at this fucking like four or five star restaurant. Good. It was shit. How much was it? Too much. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Way too much money. Did you eat it all? Yeah, I did. I actually forced myself to eat it all. No. I took one bite out of the first taco. And I'm totally stealing your spotlight right now. But I took one bite out of the, ta- out of the first taco. And I went, oh, fuck me. I got to eat the rest of this now. And if you know that from the first bite, that's really bad. That is bad. But I'm a, I'm a picky guy. Yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not too picky. I used to be really picky in high school. But I mean, if you have a couple, if you have a beer on you, I had a mojito. It's a small drink. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to because I wanted to try something funky. They had draft beer, like Coors Light or Molson Canadian. Really, was the only two options. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather get a cool cocktail. Yeah. See something inspired by where you are, right? That's yeah. what I did when I was at Islands. I got Island Time beer. Was, Island Time beer. Yeah, it was Is on draft. A, a beer they make there, so they I don't threw it there. Know. You have no idea. No, I just it totally sounded the most question. Nova Scotian beer, so I was like, yeah, let's Hell get yeah. it. Awesome. I tried the mojito and it was okay. <laughs> did it go well with the taco? <laughs> it made the taco better. Yeah. That's a, I'll tell you that at least is I would take a bite of the ta- duck taco and then I would take a sip of the mojito and I, I'd have to preserve the mojito enough that I have a sip for every bite I took because it was the only way I was going to stomach all that. Was there a side? No. Just the taco? Yeah, $17 for three <laughs> tiny motherfucking tacos, man. Thank God they were tiny, by the way. They were about three bites each. Yeah. So I could stomach through it a lot, but I did have Lindsay eat one of the tacos because I did not want to fucking eat three of them. What'd she have? She had lobster rolls, and I was supposed to have one of those and give her one of my tacos. But she liked them too much to share. No, she still wanted me to, tr- to have at least a bite. But after how bad the duck tacos were, I was like, I'm not even fucking trying this. I'm not even taking the You're fucking chance. You're not experimenting <laughs> anymore today? Yeah, after that experiment, I was like, mm-mm, just mm-mm. give me a... F- I should have had the burger. I should have been that basic fucking white dude. Let's go to a McDonald's, honey. <laughs> I need to eat. No. Fuck Don's, man. Fuck McDick's. No, no thanks. Not nothing to that. How did you find ordering in Montreal or Quebec at least? Well, thank God they're bilingual. They're fluent. It made me actually get inspired to try and learn French again after ignoring it for like six years growing up <laughs> in high school and elementary school, not taking it seriously. And then you realize when you're actually in Quebec, it probably would have been useful to know at least some of the words. Yeah. Because it's crazy because everybody can speak both languages. Mm. And so you seem kind of stupid. Well, we stopped at this Tim Hortons on the way through. And this uh, <laughs> girl, she she nailed the response and everything. But when it came to giving us our change, she just couldn't say 742. She couldn't. <laughs> that's that's where she drew the line. Yeah. Just three numbers, yeah. 742. Yeah. Oh. She's like, hi, your change is seven. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's fine. Just keep it. <laughs> what? Your change was $7.42 and you told her, keep it? Yeah, she fucking, she did good on her English. I was it's proud of her. It's Tim Hortons. Yeah. And you tip, it's not even a tip. You're just giving Tim Hortons an extra $7. Yeah. 
The, Cole, this is the reason why people think you're retarded. <laughs> Pay it forward. <laughs> Give something good, you get oh, something good. Okay, I'm not. I'm not against charity. I'm not against donating. Definitely don't want to paint it like that. I just think that that's. I would. I would get my fucking change back. It's just maybe it's because it's Tim Hortons. I don't take Tim Hortons. I don't go enough. around giving seven dollars for Tim Hortons tips every time. You should have been like when she handed it to you. Should have been like put it in your pocket. I don't want this going into the Tim Hortons cash register. That is your money. <laughs> I'm not that forward. <laughs> oh, I'd rather it go to the company. This company that really doesn't need an extra seven fucking dollars. Well, I handed it back to her. So who knows what she did with after. God hoping that she kept it for herself, but I probably not. I bet. With what this world's come to, I bet she took it. Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Slip a little 20 out of the register. I'm Maybe maybe he left me twenty seven dollars. Pretty sure he paid with a fifty. <laughs> maybe it was a bit more change, you know. I'll cook the books a little bit. Um, did you have to speak French at all? Bonjour, merci beaucoup. That's it. Like that's <laughs> that's not the extent of my French. It's just that's all I said. In that's Quebec. the starting kit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say au revoir. That's a part of the starting kit, and I never said that once. <laughs> Au revoir. I said bye to everybody. I was like, see you later. Peace out. Bye. That's when you say like, ciao. Throw them all off. Uh, ciao. See you later. That's my go-to goodbye. Ciao. Oh, God. You make me want to actually just stab myself with steak knives. Just in the eyeball. I wouldn't use something bigger. <laughs> I'll take a butcher's knife. Yeah. I'll, I'll slam my head into the table. Please. <laughs> Do us all a fucking favor. My mom's listening to this and she just she's just silently saying, I agree so much with Cole right now. Sorry. She's shaking her head, yes. Sorry, Zach's mom. <laughs> Forgive me. She's agreeing with you. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh man. I I, I did have the best form of my life though in Quebec. Just to like get past this duck taco situation. Mm -hmm. The shawarma. Street if you meat? end up in Montreal, street meat or was it an actual restaurant? It was an actual restaurant. It's like, it was. It's yeah. It's, I consider it shawarma because this is definitely fucking shawarma. Uh, but it was this place called the Baguette Farsi, and they do this thing where they hollow out baguettes, they stuff them with cheese, stuff them with vegetables and shit. That's obviously not the shawarma part. I got a shawarma sandwich when I was there, but it was the best shawarma I've ever had you in my the fucking life. life. Lindsay did, no. did you and that me? was also the best fucking baguette no. I've ever had. So <laughs> it was like that was the best food I've ever had in my life. Like eating it there, and I, I, I would go back, but it was insanely expensive. It's like forty five bucks for two little things of food. Oh, it was well, they weren't little. They small were, portions. It was a small baguette, like. So you're hungry after? Oh no, I was good for the rest of the day. I was definitely full. It's just I, I just didn't expect it to cost that much because I go to Osmos here. And I'm stuffed when I go to Osmos, but that only costs me 23 bucks if I get, you know, a chicken on the rocks and, you know, a wrap for Lindsay. It's only like 23 bucks. And there, I'm going, and I spend a lot more, and I get the same amount of food, kind of. It was a little extra because they gave you a set of fries, whereas, like, Osmos doesn't give you a set of fries. Bastards. <laughs> Unless you ask for them. It cost extra, though. Exactly. So like there, I at least got that, and that's what that's what led to it being so expensive. Was that at least I got fries with it. That's not bad. But it was such good food. A lot of good sites in Montreal too, and I'm sure you experienced that in Nova Scotia. Yeah. 
Yeah, we went to the Skyline Bridge or Trail, Skyline Trail, and uh, it was like a seven-kilometer walk. And at the midpoint in the trail, there was this uh, staircase down the cliff, <laughs> and there's no fucking railings whatsoever. So I'm a little vertigo problems. So I like to lose my balance and trip over my size 14 feet. And yeah, so once we got to this one platform, I held on to dear life to this bench and I couldn't go any further. <laughs> and Alyssa kept going for like five, ten minutes, but she came back. Yeah. Don't want to leave you behind. No. But no, I was shitting balls. Well, you're lucky you have Alyssa. Everyone else would have left you behind. You wouldn't have made it anywhere near where <laughs> I made it. <laughs> you would have tripped over and fell and kept rolling. <laughs> Probably true. My fat would have left, would have kept me would have kept me going. Good roll out of it. Absorb all the damage. Thank God. You might live. Hopefully not. <laughs> God, I wish you died in Nova Scotia. I Just almost so did. This conversation. <laughs> you're lucky you're here right now. Let me tell you. Aren't we all? <laughs> a little. I consider a little unlucky. Sometimes I wish I'd be better off not here. I'd be better off. I'd, I'd be better off if I was never if I was never born. I'd be better off if I didn't exist. But that's a little bit of my depression and my anxiety talking when I start talking like that. That too serious for you, Cole? Because I see you shut right the fuck up when I started mentioning uh, suicide or well, not suicide, but wanting to die. No, that's not too serious. You're just thinking in your head. I'm surprised he said that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Read my mind like it was a book. Cool sites in Montreal, though. I, I thought the you ever you ever heard of the place the the Notre Dame? Yeah, I saw the sign. Church is it? Oh my god! Just the outside of it, they had the inside closed off for visitors because COVID. But the outside of it was breathtaking. The whole the whole square around it, the buildings and everything, it was breathtaking. And they also had a phenomenal fucking violin player sitting outside. Twenty four seven. Well, they probably had different people playing instruments. Like throughout the day and yeah. then into some of the night, but this guy, I caught him between eleven and twelve, and he did nothing but movie soundtracks on his violin. And it was fucking amazing. Did okay, you, did you give him a tip? Best tip I've ever given someone in my life. Uh, proud about it. I was proud. I I was proud. I was like, you know what? I'm a good guy. I'm giving this guy so much money. You fucking earned this, sir. <laughs> he played "Yesterday" by the Beatles. "Your Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion. Uh, the Shire theme from Lord of the Rings. Uh, a Harry Potter theme. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so I couldn't tell you the exact theme. The main theme, by my recollection of that film. Star Wars, the, the Star Wars theme. The Imperial March. And there was one more that I'm, I'm blanking on it right now, but it doesn't really matter. It was just banger after banger after banger. And so when the guy stopped and he was packing his stuff up... Actually, he wasn't even packing his stuff up yet. I walked up to him. I pulled a 20 out of my wallet. I put it into his cup. And then he's like, thank you, thank you. I was like, that was fucking awesome, man. I started to walk away. Yeah, I, was like, I, said, yeah, was fu- I said, that was fucking awesome. Because it was fucking awesome. And then you know what he does? Then he started packing everything up and he left. Yeah, because you probably scared him with your cursing. I, no. Standing that outside of reli- a saw, Christian church. He saw that he got a $20 bill and he was like, you know what? I'm not going to do any better than this today. I'm gone. Joke's on you. The last guy left 100 <laughs> Joke's on me. That actually, the last guy that went up to him was, uh, I believe it was an American couple because they put in a $20, uh, $20 American 
So we put, we put in the same amount of money. No. He, they put in more. Oh, because the American dollar's worth yeah. more. Oh, my bad, you fuck. You. I'm glad. I'm glad you called call me out on that. You know what? Fine. I, I admit. I made a mistake. Get with it. Do you remember how much animosity there was between us growing up? With slap bets? Oh, you want to get into this? Because I bet Cole one time, right before we saw Fast and Furious 6, this is just like How I Made Your Mother with Marshall and Barney slap bets. I bet him 100 slaps that Jason Statham was going to appear and kill Han in Tokyo Drift. And he was like, there's no way. There's no way. You took the bet like an idiot. And then I had hard slaps on you. What you didn't know, though, and I think I told you years later, is I had looked up that Jason Statham did it, so I knew I was going to win the bet from the get-go. No, I didn't know that till this day. <laughs> Your mind's blown. You're like, that son of a bitch ripped me off for 100 slaps. I thought yeah. I had mentioned that. That's my bet. No. Yeah, but not... Have you seen the new one? But you know what? It was it's it's so easy to be that much of a douchebag to you because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, but we had another slap bet. <laughs> did we see the did you see the new one yet? Uh yeah, I did. And This I knew this was going to be a discussion cuz have you seen it? Yeah, cuz I'm about to slap your <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> okay. I knew that we were going to be talking about this because it's going to be up for interpretation of does he appear cuz we see the skyline we see that fucking car. He basically is alluded to being there, and he's definitely in the next one, or at least in the next two, because they gotta have him come back. Does he have one. any lines in the film? Oh no, there's no mention. So there are tons of mentions of him, but there is you don't hear Paul Walker speak. You don't even see his face, but you see the car. Oh wait, it's the... Paul Walker. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I thought we were talking about the reversal of the original hundred slaps because Han's not dead. Oh, mm, that's mm, what I thought. That doesn't count because technically he died, and then they retconned to bring him back. How do you? How did they retcon him? Okay, you know what? Why don't we have the people listening to this decide your fate? Because if we got to retcon hundred slaps, I don't even want to say it because I would have dug a bigger hole for me. So, <laughs> no, let the people decide. If they so since Han died in Tokyo Drift and technically Fast and Furious Six, but he didn't really die. Yeah, didn't really. Well, ah, but they don't. He was dead for two films. Three you can't films just die for two years or however many years the More than two years. film has gone on for and then come back to life. But you can. They do it all the time in young, uh, like in uh, Y&R, you know, soap operas. Young and the Restless. <laughs> young and the Restless. I'm a fan. It's called Y&R for us people. No. You can blame his mom for getting him into that. <laughs> no, I actually don't watch that show, but it's because my mom watches it so much. I know so much about it. Okay, so... They, they like, people will die and then they'll come back. It's like Marvel movies. But that means Sometimes they didn't die really die. Back. But that's a, from like magic or mystic forces. Like if we're going DC, like the um, oh, oh Lazarus Pit, Lazarus Pit, or even Superman dying in Batman versus Superman and then being brought to life, back to life in Justice League. Yeah, uh, just for a movie reference. Um, it's but technically Superman did still die. And then he was just reborn. So maybe that one's a little but different. That's but magic. With, but with this one, Han was perceived dead. The fucking bet was in Fast and Furious 6. Did he die? Did Jason Statham kill him? And he technically did because that was the whole plot. That, that was what shot the whole plot forward in Fast and Furious 7. But now whatever Fast and Furious were on reverses that bet. 
I, I don't agree. So I don't you agree didn't with that technically ever won. But no, we'll cut that. We'll cut that here, and we'll let the people decide. I want to get back to Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker was his car was in the film. His skyline. His car was in the film. That is correct. So I won that slap bet. What did you say he was going to appear or not? What do you mean? I said he wasn't going to appear. Okay, I said he was going to appear. Yeah. Are we going to let the people decide on whether no, or not I, seeing his car counts? No, because we said his face. <laughs> and whatever so i'm pretty sure gecko got in on that slap bet with you uh, i'll have to message him and tell him that uh cole's gonna slap you 10 times i don't know how do you remember how much it was let's go with 10 um hell no if it was only five only i only want to be slapped five fucking times okay five times fair i i think it was okay what i think it was was i think it was 15 on you because it was 10 and 5 against me and gecko but I don't know. I think it was probably 10 on me, honestly. I'm giving myself the shit out of the stick here because I'm pretty sure Gecko would not want to get slapped 10 times. So what are you going with, 5 or 10? I'm going with 10 for myself. I think Gecko okay. bet 5. So I got 10 slaps. After this podcast is over, I will check the records on my phone because I don't have my phone on me right now. And I will tell you what is on the line here. Since we're not counting the, the car appearing as Paul Walker being there. No. Wasn't there. <sighs> You're not going to want to make this bet again when we come to Fast and Furious 10, Fuck, are we? no. <laughs> There's too strong of a probability now of him actually appearing. Hello, Cody Walker. <laughs> Hello, Caleb. Here's his family now coming back in. I'm surprised they actually didn't... Um, maybe his family didn't want to do it, but I'm surprised they didn't like give a tiny role to one of his brothers in those films. Oh, I thought that's what all, all, the plan always was. Yeah, I thought so, too. They, they, like, Paul would leave, Brian O'Connor would be gone from the franchise, but then... Like one of his family members would come back in. And maybe Basically, what character. happened in this movie with John Cena and Vin Diesel? It's so fucking dumb. Okay. I I fucking hate. I fucking this is the thing I don't like about movies, is when there's a character that's never mentioned before at any point. Same with TV shows, do it sometimes too. Never mentioned before, and then all of a sudden, okay, this person has a long lost brother, or this person has a brother who's never been mentioned. Who before. was there the whole time? Yeah, just became was the world's best like assassin. He's got a whole army of people working alongside him almost. Like, he's working for a bad guy. And he's using the bad guy's army to his liking. But it's like, I, I hate when they do that. Uncharted 4, I know it's a video game, but that did that. When Nathan Drake turned out to have a fucking brother this whole time. Never played the game. Spoiler alert. Thanks, asshole. Oh, who cares? Too fucking late. That game's been out for five fucking years. You should have played it by now, you stupid ass. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so mature. But you know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Cole just picked up some Wolverine claws. Now he's playing with them. I trim my ass hairs with those, man. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You want to stop fiddling around? No. I'm looking at shit. Okay, you can look at shit. That's fine. Okay, fine. I'm looking at a Merle Dixon interchangeable guns uh, action figure. Still in its packaging, by the way. Still in its original packaging with... Uh, near mint condition, near mint. What do you mean near mint? That that is shit is mint. Fucking... What is that? What, show me. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, look real close. Son of a bitch. It's from all the moving I did, probably. It sort of uh, braised the edges. So near mint. Near mint. I'm gonna rate it. I'll give it a nine. Eight point four. What the fuck? Give it a nine. Eight point four. Point four. I That's give just you that being petty. The Boba Fett and like a nine four. Nine six maybe. Now that Boba Fett I have kept in really good condition, and I've had that for a lot longer. 
but it's not like an original Boba Fett. But it is one I'm hoping when the time when the time comes, maybe way off into the future. See, now that we're older, it's so much easier not to play with it. Yeah, but at the same time, don't you still have that feeling that you want to still play? Oh with yeah, it? you want to rip it out of the package and fucking like play it's. With it? Like I just I'm buying Legos now. It's like that Black Panther hot toy I got right there from uh, Civil War. I I'll, I'll t- I take it out of the box all the time. I like to play with it sometimes. Or that GI Joe action figure of uh, Marlon Wayans, his Ripcord character from the first uh, Rise of Cobra film. Yeah. Don't like the movie that much. I enjoyed it a little bit. I don't like it that I much though. I love the movie. But I I have a Marlon Wayans action figure. I love Marlon Wayans. I love that series. All three of them. Two. Well, are we counting Snake Eyes? Though? I haven't that's, seen that's Snake an, Eyes yet, one. but that's not the original actor from Snake Eyes, is it? Well, that's because Ray Park posted a fucking video of his wife giving him a blowjob on his Instagram, and now no one wants to work with him anymore. Why not? Because who the fuck does that? <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Okay, but who does that against the other person's will? I didn't know it was against the will. I'm pretty sure it was because I think there was a whole there was so much drama surrounding that that incident and the wife was calling him out on on uh, social media as well. So they're divorced now, I'm guessing. I haven't kept up with the story that much, but if they are not divorced, I'd be surprised. That's fair. But that video was up for probably like a solid couple minutes, maybe 10, 20 minutes cuz I was uh I was not one of those people that ended up seeing it. Until I'm sure it's on it the internet viral. still, yeah. What? I'm sure it's still on the internet. Oh, it's still on the internet. It's like Chris Evans' dick pic that ended up being leaked. That's still on the internet if you look hard enough. No, I don't want to look hard enough for that. You don't want to see Captain America schlong? <laughs> no. I'm okay. Interesting. I'm surprised you of all people don't want to see that. I want to see this video, though. Hmm. Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe we'll do that again sometime later, you know? What? Maybe you can do that on your own time. Maybe not during this. It just seems kind of weird to start just looking up a video of a dude getting a blowjob from his wife. Why? Because we're in the middle of talking, and I'm right next to you. I can see you. Oh. Jeez, I'm going to see you pop a boner. Like you haven't before. <laughs> what do you mean, like I haven't before? Of course, everyone's pop boners. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. you tell me I popped a boner with you no. in the area? No. Well, I don't know, have you? <laughs> You know what? I had so many stories popping in my mind after I said that, but I'm not even going to get into that right now. No. We don't need to. <laughs> That's too much. That's yeah. too much. I was going to say it, but then I, oh, no, no, no. I we'll thought we it. better not. It's this a family-friendly podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck were we talking about before everything just went off the rails there? G.I. Joe. Was that really at the end of it? We're talking about action figures? I thought it was something before that. People are going to be listening to this podcast and be like, man, they just went on. They didn't finish any of their thoughts. It was just tangent after tangent after tangent. We were talking about our trips and then we went into something. We're done. I don't want to hear any more of your Nova Scotia trip. Uh, Oh, okay. It's sad enough that you're back. Like, Okay. No, we can go back to that. No, we're done. (laughs) We're done. Uh, We were talking about Fast and Furious. Paul Walker. Okay, so so you got 10 slaps on me. Mm -hmm. I will double or nothing you on a different film. I will double or nothing. So if I'm wrong, you get 20 slaps on me. But if I'm right, there's no slaps. It's voided. All right. Spider-Man No Way Home. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> um, what is got, we got to get into this because this is the talk of the town. Um, probably the most talked about movie of the year. Which Spider-Man dies? 
Do you actually think a Spider-Man? I don't think a Spider-Man is going to die. Why wouldn't he? Okay, my first, like my first, actual thought opinion on this is I don't think, I I think it, I don't think a Spider-Man is going to die, but if one has to die, Toby. Toby. <laughs> yeah, because that's just um, basically Peter Parker and Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, but the problem is, is like, if you kill off Toby, like if Toby dies, why would he die in a random MCU film? That like some people. What if you've never? What if you've never seen those original Raimi trilogy films? That death isn't really going to carry any weight. It's only going to carry weight for the fans. So if you're going to kill off Toby Spider-Man, if you bring him back for this, bring him back for more films and then kill him off. Like there's that rumor that he appears in Doctor Strange, that he's going to have a small role in that. I don't know the validity of that, so don't take my, don't take this, take take it with a grain of salt. Don't take it too seriously. But there's a rumor that he'll appear in Doctor Strange. Well, I feel like we're just getting ourselves into like uh, the battle of the multiverse, right? Oh, I don't know how the fuck. I don't know how long Doctor Strange Two is going to be, but that movie is going to be insanely long. That's the only thing I do know for sure because the stuff that I've heard and the rumors I've heard from it, like Doctor Strange is going to be dealing with Scarlet Witch. Oh, Loki's also going to appear. Sylvie's going to appear. There's a there's a rumor that Kang is going to be in this film for for a brief brief scene. There's a rumor that Captain Carter from the What If series will appear. There's a rumor that S- S- Strange Supreme from this week's episode is going mm-hmm. to appear. There's a rumor Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland are going to appear. So it's like so many this, – this is so many things. So many things going on. It's not like they can't do it. I've seen Infinity War. I've seen Civil War where they can have a bunch of different characters in it. But it gets to the point of is this even a Doctor Strange film anymore? Well, Yeah. Well, if he's getting help from the Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange, they can go through it all parallel dimensions and shit. But the rumor is that it's not going to be him getting help from Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is the main villain of the film, or one of the villains. Well, after um, whatever, Scarlet Witch and Vision, she was off going off the rails, right? WandaVision, yeah. WandaVision, yeah. That's okay. You were close, idiot. Uh... <laughs> Well, that, because she's looking for her kids, and the post credit scene for that show was filmed, uh, I guess it's probably going to be a part of the movie, Doctor Strange, because that, that was Sam Raimi that directed the post credit stinger, and you can tell with the way it zooms in, and she's, of course, in a cabin in the woods, call back to the, like, a sort of, um, are we going to consider that an Evil Dead reference? It's because it's Sam Raimi, I'm considering it, so. I'm wondering just how they're going to be able to pull it off, I mean, that... On top of that, also Spider-Man, how Spider-Man's going to be pulled off. The well, movies, I mean, in my mind, those movies are going to have to be at least two and a half hours. Yeah, just to to all Marvel all movies are. Not all of them. Shang-Chi's two hours and ten. Black Widow's two I'm hours sorry, and ten. T- 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 extra minutes. Trust me, that's going to that's gonna add up. You sit there in the credits for that long. So, like, Endgame was three hours long. That movie moves at such a brisk pace, you can't even tell it that's three hours. Like, I actually feel like that's a three-hour movie that just just hums along to the point that you're enjoying it so much that Well, the story just keeps by. moving, right? Yeah. And same with Infinity War. That's two hours and 40 minutes. And that movie just moves right along. And that's really good. But then there's, like, if... But then some of the, most of the solo films are nearing two hours. They're a little less or they're a little more. They're never... Like, two and a half. Like, those are always the big team-up films that are more than that. Yeah. So, like, Spider-Man, since they're incorporating so many things, 
No Way Home has to be like two and a half, two hours and 40 minutes. Well, how long minutes. was uh, Far From Home? Like that was two hours, maybe 13, 15 minutes. Uh, tons. Well, I guess that had Nick Fury too, right? So that's a team up. Mm-hmm. Did you consider that a team up? Motherfucker was barely in it and it wasn't even the real him. That was Talos. Talos the whole time. Still featured another MCU character, right? Fair. I guess that's fair. But, Technically, um, Kobe did, Schmolders was there. Did you hear the that. rumor that Scarlet Witch, I think it is, is going to fight someone in the... Oh, the Illuminati. Yes. Well, I heard Fantastic Four X-Men. But are they actually going to bring in the Fantastic Four through this? There's been no casting. In my mind, there would be casting first before they introduce those characters. But wouldn't you just want to say, fuck everybody, we're keeping this the world's biggest secret? That's true. I mean, think about how much secrecy there has been behind multiverse uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Because even far from they filmed that entire movie on sound stages. No way out. Besides the dude, there was no secrecy on No Way Home because the moment they brought in the other Spider Man, everyone's been leaking from that set. Set photos, which we don't know if the validity of them, but it looks like they could be real. I mean, even if they're not, I'm still convinced that those two are going to show up, and no one's going to be able to convince me otherwise. Till they don't. What was that? Till they don't. Till they don't. Yeah, I, I hate that take on Twitter. It's like I'm gonna laugh so hard when the when Toby and Andrew don't appear, and I'm like, all right, you can laugh. It doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, so they weren't in it. I'm just gonna forget about it. I oh, was it, fucking wrong. It is what it is. All right, that sucks. No, well, I it doesn't. Get even, that. I'm not even gonna be like it sucks. It's like okay. It's not like I got my hopes up. It's still gonna. I still think it's gonna be a kick-ass film because you still got. Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Foxx, Sandman, uh, that's Thomas Hayden Church, um, the Lizard looks like he's coming in, and then the sixth member of the Sinister Six, which is looks like they're keeping that person a secret, although I'm pretty sure it's going to be Vulture, but we'll see. People say it might be Scorpion, though. Yeah, because like, he was in uh, um, Homecoming. Yeah, but so was Vulture. Ooh. And Vulture, Michael Keaton's been doing a lot of stuff for Morbius, and it seems like they're doing something there. Is Morbius still being made? It comes out in January, I'm pretty sure. It? It's gotten delayed. A lot. Mm-hmm. But COVID, so it's not like the movie was shit, and that's why it got delayed, like so many others, like like the new Kingsman film. I'm almost certain, because that, that was delayed so long, even before COVID. And so that's what makes me think that that movie actually isn't that great, and they needed to do a ton of reshoots or something or other to be able to bring that movie up to any sort of level where they're willing to show it. I love the Kingsman series. That's a great series. I like the first one. I like the second one. Golden Circle can eat my ass. I wasn't a fan. I don't know what it was. I like the concept of it. Where the bad girl's uh, tainting drugs and they all got to stop her. I'm I'm okay with Julianne Moore being the -the over-the-top villain because I kind of like that aspect of the franchise. But I wasn't just the story, the sidelining of Channing Tatum, the statesman being introduced... I had so many of the choices in there. Pedro bringing, Pascal. Bringing Colin Firth back. Uh, having him have amnesia. That sort of... Because that, that's such a played out trope, I find. It's a cliche. It's always this contrived writing thing. Oh, bring him back, we'll have amnesia. Okay. Fuck. Okay, then. That's something I would see in a soap opera. To bring it all back. Yeah, he fell off a cliff and he doesn't remember how or what happened to him. It just feels uh, like that movie felt too contrived from it. Yeah, it was too much of it was too much of like, oh, this is happening because the writing is saying it should happen. It didn't feel like anything was happening because the characters were making decisions to make those things happen. It felt so much like the plot was pushing everything forward. 
maybe less so the plot, but it definitely felt like the writing was the reason why everything was moving forward. Like it was, oh, this is convenient to this. It's convenient for this to happen. So this is what's going to happen. And the death of Merlin was pretty badass. Oh, that was the only thing I was sad about during that movie because you shouldn't get rid of Mark Strong. It's a phenomenal actor. You don't waste that kind of talent on uh, on killing him off after only two films. He went out singing, though. Take me home, country roads. Oh, that was a beautiful scene. Well, not beautiful, but it was a good scene. I didn't want to see him die, though. That's the only thing I was pissed off no. about. Oh, I can't believe you liked that movie, though. I loved it. You weren't upset about Channing Tatum being sidelined? I was upset about that. He was a good character. But it, Pedro Pascal stepped up, right? But he turned out to be the big bad. He was... Okay, I actually liked that that was the thing that they decided to do for the final fight. But there wasn't... It felt too much like they were trying to replicate what the, what made the first movie great. If you understand, like, you know what I mean? How? Like with the action sequences, oh, with, that final um, fight, and then the Pedro Michael, Pascal Michael fight. Michael Caine being a bad guy. Oh, kind of, yeah. With that sort of twist, it, it did feel like, even with Elton John, you know, Mark Hamill, although Elton John plays himself, Mark Hamill just played a scientist. Uh, they, you know, you have that recognizable face that plays sort of this person that gets kidnapped or the person that dies. Like, their roles are very similar in a way. Um, so, getting introduced to the Statesman. Oh, luckily enough, Jeff Bridges wasn't... Turn- if Jeff Bridges had turned heel, then it definitely would have been a Michael Caine situation. Mm-hmm. Then I'd have been like, oh, come on. Jesus Christ. Well, he was too American cowboy to turn, right? I was kind of glad that he was in there. Which, I'm also hoping to hear back that uh, Jeff Bridges beat cancer. He had cancer? He has cancer right now, like lymphoma. Oh, he's bald and everything. Really? Yeah, I think he's going through chemo or something. He's like he's in his seventies too, so that's why I'm like I don't want to. That's like one of the greatest living legends alive. Well, that would be a that would be a loss for sure. But it's weird when you talk about like celebrity deaths and like if they and like they how they actually like affect you because it's not like you actually knew these people personally, but you were connected to them through the films and the art they made. Mm -hmm. So it hits you. It still hits you, and you still feel something for them. You still have empathy for their death. Well, think about how many times we all watched a, a single movie with our favorite actor in it, right? If that actor died, we just lost a piece of ourselves, right? That movie will never be made again. That actor will never make another movie where I felt connected to it, right? That's fair. I I think like uh, a death that would hit me hard is like Jim Carrey. Because like I grew up, that guy's like my role model. And so, like, a death, like, if he died, I'd be like, I'm not going to talk to anybody for a few days. I'm just going to go come silent. When I get sad and depressed, I'm going to watch nothing but his movies for, two, for like, 48 hours straight. That's what I did with uh, Paul Walker. I watched Brick Mansions over and over again. I liked parkour at the time. So I didn't say Into the Blue. <laughs> Into the Blue is a good movie. Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah I'm Jessica Alba. Paul Walker. Or She's All That, where he plays the douchebag. Or Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, yeah. Yep. Okay. Then there's all the Fast and Furious movies he was in. Yeah, um, Running Scared. Takers. He was in Takers, yep. correct? Yeah. There's another movie that came out at the same time that was very similar. So Running Scared. Running Scared. Uh, the Hour. Was one movie called The Hours or 48 Hours? Something? No, it was The Hours. I think it was The Hours. Um, Not how to do with a storm, I'm pretty sure. Vehicle 44. Mm-hmm. Trying to name off as many Paul Walker films as we can. 
I'm blanking after I'm that. Blanking like, after I'm blanking after I'm not a big. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of you, Walker, but I'm not that big. <laughs> no. When Chadwick died, I watched Black Panther. Yeah. Black I Panther watched. 42, The Legend of Jackie Robinson. Well, or his Get On Up, James Brown film. I've never seen it. That's a good movie. I didn't watch it when he died, though. I but that's one movie I did remember watching with him in it. And I was like, that was that was one of his. That was a good performance too. Now, Jackie Robinson. That film gives me chills every time I watch it. Just the magic and beauty of it. But you're also really into baseball, and I don't really. I like sports. I'm, films. I'm paid to. I'm like I'm. I'm you know, I get paid to look at sports and like do the updates and stuff. But baseball, I still have such a disconnect with it. I don't find it that interesting. There's so many inspirational stories through sports, right? Coach Carter. Invincible. Glory Road. Inv- Invincible. Oh, yeah, Invincible. Remember the Titans? Oh. Um, like Mike. <laughs> like Mike 2. <laughs> One of the most inspirational sports movies of all time, Air Bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the chimpanzee, chimpanzee movie. Air Buddies. <laughs> Snow Buddies. Snow Buddies. Well, that's not really sports. That's just them in the, in the snow. They're not even pull, did they pull a sled think, in that? I like, don't think any of the buddies did sports. Air Buddies was definitely a sports film. I, it had to be. I'd never seen it. But <laughs> <laughs> I know Air Bud was for sure a sports film. Yeah. But I, I can't I guess I can't speak to the validity of how much the buddies films were, but I'm pretty I, sure Air Buddies was. Pretty sure it was not. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure it was. The game plan, inspirational. The game plan was an amazing movie with The Rock and Madison Pats. Katats, did you see I was blown away. I watched the new He's All That film. Not the greatest. Oh, I heard there's bad reviews on that. Bad. Painful, painful writing. Just painful. But I was surprised. She plays the Paul Walker role in that film. The douchebag. And I, when I found it, it was her at the end. I'm like, holy fuck, I remember her from the game plan. She's all grown up now. Holy like, I didn't even recognize her. Are you looking up inspirational sports movies? No, I was looking up Air Buddies. I'm pretty sure they play sports. Okay. Moneyball is my favorite sports movie. I just love that. And and that is baseball, weirdly enough. I loved that movie. That was a good fucking film. Trouble with the Curve. That's the Clint Eastwood one, right? Clint Eastwood, Matthew Lillard's in there, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, We'll throw it back to Justice Fountain saying the Keanu Reeves hardball. Nice. Blue Chips, Shaquille O'Neal, Nick Nolte. That's a good one. That's the. That, I cannot that. believe Shaquille O'Neal was an actor. <laughs> like, well, I mean, now that he's done so much, now I, that that well, he does everything. You see him in commercials, you see him in movies, TV shows, sports stuff. But that's different. That's not acting. That's him just fucking. That's him just putting his brand out there. But no, back him. to his acting thing. What was um, that superhero movie he was in? Steel. St- oh my god! I almost said Kazam. Kazam, he's in Kazam too. Yeah, I, but the superhero one was definitely Steel. Yeah, that was the superhero one. Never seen it, but I was just flabbergasted when I saw that he was in if a I superhero movie. If I see Steel movie. on Blu-ray, I'll pick Steel up. Yeah. we'll watch it together. All right. Fucking Shaquille O'Neal. Can you believe this? I had Ryan on a few episodes ago. He's never seen the Holy Trilogy. What's the Holy Trilogy? Get out. <laughs> what are you referring to as the holy Spider-Man trilogy? 1, oh. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire. I've seen Ryan it. Ryan Eyes has never seen it. I've obviously seen it. Oh, I know. But can you fucking believe this guy's never never seen it? He he lives in the he lives in buttfuck nowhere. Has nothing to do with his life except for play with his dick and he still doesn't watch movies, you know? Ryan also like he didn't watch um Army of the Dead, did he? I don't even know if that was his fucking I don't even know if that was his fucking taste. That was a good movie. 
That was a good movie. I really liked that one. Batista. I actually really enjoyed that. I liked the meshing of the zombie genre with the heist genre. Mm-hmm. It sometimes I just like that. You can you can keep all the cliches of both genres still be like the same type of shit, but combining them still makes it feel a little fresh. Well, the end game was getting a zombie head, right? Yeah. So that's all they needed was a zombie head. Apparently, at the end, was it any zombie head or was it just the alpha zombie head? Or like a well, they cut off the Omega. alpha's head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know think... the alpha's bitch. The, well, so we consider her, her his omega. I thought yeah. they were just okay. I thought they were just all considered alphas. Well, the ones with the the ones like an the alpha. ones that were the bit like the stronger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you catch that there were robot zombies in that movie? No. What? Yeah. Zack Snyder was doing an interview. I forget who it was with. It was a Vanity Fair or something. But he spoke about how there was one thing like hardly anybody had realized, and that that was that the the zombies that had the blue eyes were actually robots. That's fucked up. So it's like he's like, I was setting it up for a sequel. We're gonna find out maybe why there were robot zombies there, and I'm like, dude, you couldn't even tell those were robots. You'd have to really yeah, be paying attention. And now you gotta go in depth to the story of what they were and shit like that. Like. Are you saying that they were planted by the government to infiltrate the zombies? Like, what is the... Why are you making robot zombies? What is the plan? What is the... Like, I don't understand that at all. Whatever his thought process was for that. I respect Zack Snyder. But what the fuck is going on with... I think the best part of that movie was uh, The Tiger. Oh. Yes. Valentine? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was sick. Yeah, the design of it was amazing. And you knew by the time that movie was... by, By the time that we would end. Spoiler alert. Somebody was going to get fucked up. By that tiger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was so glad it turned out to be um, <laughs> uh, Garrett uh, Garrett Dillahunt. The big from, douchebag of the film. <laughs> from Fear the Walking Dead. Fucking awesome. Seeing him just get torn the fuck up. I loved his... I actually liked his character. I actually enjoyed... I hated him. I well, I see that's the thing. I like those assholes sometimes. He was, a piece, he was the biggest piece of shit. He fucked over that one chick real yeah, hard. Yeah. But she had one of the coolest action sequences because she fought off all those zombies, made it out, and then got blown up. I mean, in the, the helicopter, had gone right? To at that point. Yeah. She died in the helicopter. No, 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 no. She died because she got trapped in the kitchen after the guy fucked her over, and then closed the door, and then she jumps through the window, and then she had a uh, jerry can in her back, and so then her friend had to blow her up. Yeah. To save everybody. Yeah. The. Um... Mexican chick. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the hunter or whatever. The bounty hunter. The hunter? The bounty hunter. Talking about the blonde chick? Yeah. Yeah. No, she died in that chopper. She fucking died, yeah. She, well, yeah, no, she got the pull through her fucking body. Yeah, right before she was dead, yeah. But she was able to throw the the head off the roof. Even the, but the, the, the pilot, who was originally played by Chris D'Elia, but now played by Tignataro, or I'm probably butchering her last name there, but I liked her character a lot. I thought she was great, but she's barely in it. And I, I think the reason why she was barely in it is because they had to reshoot that entire role. Because well, she was Chris never D'Elia, there when they yeah, shot, right? They green screened her into every shot, yeah. every scene she was in. Like, that's nuts to me. Is that she was actually never there. She never interacted with the cast. But yet, you wouldn't notice. There's a few mm-hmm. times where you sort of see the CGI. Like, in the scene when they get off. Like, the uh, when they at first enter. And they encounter the tiger. And she gets behind a car. I was like, oh, you can tell she's green screened in there. Like, I could tell. I could see it just around her body. She looked... She just didn't look right. Like, she... Even in some of the depth of field shots, like, the sh- uh, when it was, like, shallower focus and we were only seeing, like, Dave Batista, 
you could still notice that with her in the background, there was still there was a weird, there was just something weird about her being there, and those are the times where I noticed it. I I didn't notice it. I didn't know it was green screened until after the film. I oh. saw the film. See, if you didn't know, that's the one thing. If mm-hmm. you didn't know, that's you how well it was you done. You wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah, I liked the the one. Um, I liked the cinematography of the movie. Not that there was like that many like sh- shots that were like amazing, but I loved. Because it was Zack Snyder that actually did the cinematography, directed, produced, like wrote the whole thing, right? Like he was a well, it had jack like of a, all trades there. A World War Z fucking feel to it, right? It had what World War Z should have been mm-hmm. in in actuality, but he, the way that he did it, where he had, um, I forget, I listened to a podcast where he talked about it, but like the way that he portrayed the lens and used the lens in the movie, making it seem like sort of like a almost dreamlike Vegas and. The shallow focus, putting everything into it, just gave it that more hazy, dreamlike vibe throughout the whole thing. Gave it a sort of a vintage in my in my mind. It's also, it felt kind of vintage, and it it lent itself to more of a callback of those old George A. Romero movies. Yeah, and so I liked, I really liked what he did with the camera work there. Like uh, I was very, I really liked that. It's like well, not the best cinematography of the year, but I really enjoyed the way that he was able to use it as a part of the film. Because a lot of the movies, you're just looking at it and it's like, okay, they just put a camera here, did this, put a camera here and did that. Whereas this movie, the camera almost, you were paying attention to it almost as much as you were paying attention to everything else that was going mm-hmm. on. And I really I really like that. Well, Zack Snyder's really good for that, right? Like oh, yeah. 300. He's such a stylist guy, like a stylish guy when it comes to visually telling something or visually showing something. I mean, look at the way he did Bruce Wayne's parents in Batman vs. Superman. That's the most stylish way they've ever gone. <laughs> most dramatic. Right? Having the the pearls in the gun, and then when it, the trigger gets pulled, the gun no, snaps. No back. audio whatsoever, just the music. Like he knows how to do mm-hmm. visually striking things, so I give him props for that. Laura Lauren Cohen was uh, Martha. Martha Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. played the mum. I wish we would see her as the Joker in Flashpoint. That would be wild. <sighs> If only, if yeah, only. but we're not even getting Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne, so. Oh, Lauren Cohen. Yeah, Martha Wayne. Yeah, we won't see uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Bruce Wa- or Thomas Wayne. Especially in Flashpoint. Kind of a missed opportunity because that was one of my favorites. That's my favorite comic animated. Book. Comic book yeah. film. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of my favorite uh, animated ones animated. from DC. Yeah. They did that mm-hmm. one so perfectly. Under the Red Hood is also up there. Yeah. I think both those films are amazing, but Flashpoint Paradox is the best one. How much stuff happens and the emotional the emotional core of that film well you get to see all the superheroes and what really happened besides like green lantern but you get to see superman taken in as like a government alien he was like experimented on yeah. Shit, yeah. and then wonder woman and aquaman were at war, war with one another but and they then, were fucking before yeah batman is well bruce wayne was the one that was murdered so yeah. thomas wayne becomes batman and martha, martha wayne, wayne becomes the, the joker. joker two different ways to handle a loss like that it's kind of interesting. So I wonder what would happen to the actual Joker in that timeline. Because if Martha Wayne becomes the Joker, it's weird that another Joker, the real Joker from our timeline, didn't end up existing. Like, what, what, yeah, if, what happened to him? His events should have been already happening in going in through course in mm-hmm. his life, right? No, that's a good question. So what they're, what, what they're telling me is, is if Bruce Wayne wasn't Batman, that Joker would never become the Joker. Yeah. So there must be something that the bat, uh, that Bruce Wayne does in his life that does correlate to this particular person becoming the joker well if we're going if you're going tim burton batman 1989 yeah. michael keaton 
since Justice didn't know what the fuck that was. Um, oh, yeah. God, Jack Nicholson going into the fucking... He said the, Batman Returns, and I was like, no, the one with Jack Nicholson, what the fuck? Going into <laughs> the thing of toxins or whatever and Ace Chemicals. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Everybody knows that story. We thought everybody knew that story. We were wrong. It's the original Batman story. <laughs> That's good if we don't want to go to Adam West mm-hmm. and Burton. And it was Jack Naper, or uh, I believe that was his name, or some shit like that. Yeah, Jack He Naper. was a gangster, yeah. and he... Um, he was like he a, was the one that ended up murdering his parents. That, yeah. They tied it all together. Yeah. He was actually the person. He that was did a it. number two in his little gang, and then he went and took out the head guy after he became all. Uh, I like that origin story, and I do appreciate the Batman '89 film. But I also like it when the Joker just is not explained. Just like I did with the Dark Knight, I almost prefer it that way. When the Joker, there's no explanation as to why well, he is the way he is. There's multiple explanations. Yeah, but they're what not. was that? Doomsday Clock comic book storyline, or was a part of that when the oh what the fuck did it well, well I'm sorry I'm blanking on the names here but the Batman had sat on the Mobius chair or something oh and there's three Jokers yeah he's like yeah who is the Joker and like the thing was like which one which one and he was like and it was like there's three that's a that's a twist mm-hmm. I appreciate a twist like that because then you're you're immediately you're thinking about all those moments and you're like holy fuck. There was actually multiple Jokers this whole time. There was actually... He never would have noticed. Well, no normal person can survive that, right? Mm-hmm. It would be, it makes sense that there's copycats or someone filling in his shoes. With how often he would get the shit beat out of him mm-hmm. by Batman or just anything. Or the amount of things he survived. Your body can only take a toll and Joker wasn't really particularly a big guy, right? Did you ever read the rest of that storyline? I know they, they were coming out with a, with a comic book, The Three no. Jokers, but I never read it. So I don't know how that storyline ever ended. Or how they decided to explain how three Jokers were able to exist at the same time. No, I mean, I never got into that. Unless it was a multiverse storyline or something. Maybe. But I, like I said, I didn't read that far into well, the comic I mean, books. Um, Dark, Dark Metal, Dark Knights comic um, book came out. Where like the Batman is Joker and he's got chains and oh, crap. The, uh, the Batman Who Laughs? That's the one, right? Yeah, Batman, yeah, Who, Batman laughs. Who Laughs. You got the fun- the Funko Pop, right? I wish I got the Funko Pop. You know, oh, I thought you did. I thought, do we know somebody who does? Gecko yeah. might. I don't think Gecko I does. sent it in the group chat. I was like, I want to get this so bad. Oh, that's probably what it was then. Did I ever tell you, actually, uh, I, I, re- I uh, started talking to Gecko again? No, you didn't. We had that falling out last year. This is personal for the podcast, but we had a falling out last year. Didn't talk for a whole year, but now we sort of uh, started talking again. We found out a few times. Yeah, how's that? It's okay, man. It's just good to have... like. I was so close to them, so it's like nice to be able to talk with them again because we're very similar uh, interests and stuff. So being able to talk again and just talk about the same shit and also understand each other's sense of humor—it's like no time had passed at all. And it's almost like it's always like when you when you make up with somebody, and you're like, there was no reason we should have been mad at one another. Who was the bigger man? He messaged me first. He did. <laughs> he messaged me first, so I'll, I'll give it to him. I was going to message him, but like every day, I'd be like, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. I was like, I shouldn't be the one that has to do this. But then I was like, in the end, it's like you're thinking to yourself, I should have just done it. Like, who cares? Well, I mean, shit went down. Privately. Yeah, shit went down. But it is what it is. We don't have to get into all that. Mm-hmm. But it's just good to, good to have him back. I'll probably have, him the, I'll probably have him on the podcast in like a future episode. I don't know when. I'm not going to like guarantee. But Episode 24? <laughs> We'll see. Episode 24, we'll see. I don't want to like hold myself to that because I usually fuck up. Anytime I say something on this podcast, I say I'm going to do it. 
it never ends up happening. Or like I'll be like, oh, next week I'm, I'm coming back with this, and then I never do it. So I, I try to stop. I try. I try to stop doing that now. I'm just letting it be. You know. Well, you don't re-watch your podcasts after you played them. No, I do. I listen to them. I actually listen to them a few times. And by the way, you want to talk? You haven't listened to a one. You haven't listened to one. Oh no, you listen to Justice one. Yeah, I listen to them all. <sighs> really? Except for the last one about without a pal. Oh yeah. Don't worry. No one has. Only five people. Props to those five people. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was really hoping one of them would be like Matthew Lillard, Dax Shepard, or Seth Green. I tagged them, and I was hoping they would check it out. And so I was checking my Spotify numbers, and I'm like, "Fucking tell me, fucking tell me." And then it says like nothing. Like it says everyone that's everyone that's listened to it has been in Canada. I mean, that's pretty wild. Matthew Lillard replied to your tweet. Matthew Lillard has replied to and liked a few of my tweets. Dax Shepard has also replied to a few of my tweets and liked them. Although Dax Shepard, I messaged him one time. I was like, "Yo, what's your forest name?" Because in the movie. You know, Seth Green is Condor, and uh, Matt Lillard is Slug. But I don't know who Dak Shepard is. He doesn't get a he doesn't get a forest name. Boy, was his forest name? Did he reply? He just liked the tweet. Oh. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> that cheeky son of a bitch. That, I want to know this fucking forest name. That's, That's a heartbreaking hotel moment right there. <laughs> heartbreaking hotel. I, I, I wish I'd known. I like wish you, I had known. You're so close to the answer. but Maybe just... when the day comes when I can reunite those three for some sort of wild thing of like... Because my, my dream would be able to sit down with those three guys and talk about the movie. But that's a dream. So I don't know if it'll ever happen. But it's a dream and I hope... Maybe, it's a, maybe I'll set it as a goal one mm. day soon. I'll get that done. But And I'll ask him that. What's your fucking forest name? Pick one right now. He's Condor. He's Slug. Who are you? Does Seth Green ever go on Dax's podcast? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did it once. Same with Matt Lillard. The Matt Lillard episode is actually my favorite episode of that uh, of that podcast. I, I loved because you can tell those guys are such good friends. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about it all the time. Like Matt Lillard was on a podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. Yep, and he was talking about how Dax and Seth were his best friends. And uh, Seth Green even mentioned it on the Dax Shepard podcast, Armchair Expert. He's like, "Yeah, like you guys, I love I love running into you guys. Love hanging out with you guys." And then Dax says it when both of them were on there. Talks about how much he loves seeing them, and like you can tell there's so much love there. But it's at the same time you film a movie together for like a few months, and you go to travel to a new country together, like New Zealand. Yeah, do rafting together, and yeah, you're doing the majority of your stunts. Like it's it's such an experience that that sort of and it's a movie about friendship. It sort of bonds you for life. Cuddling naked underneath a cliff, Mm -hmm. right by the devil's staircase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know that's gotta get you together. Popping a boner when you're in the middle. Putting it right next to Dak who was in the ass. middle, Seth Green. Seth Green, yeah. Then Matt Lillard was on the end, and he was on whispering all that shit in Seth's head. <laughs> and you got a bonus. If you're if you're in those if you're those three guys, which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the guy at the front? Dax? I want to be the guy whispering. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're Matt. You're you're Jerry. You're at the yeah. end, just whispering in the yeah. Seth's ear. Yeah. They're probably st- they're probably standing there naked right now, <laughs> dancing in the rain, so hot. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to forget that there's another man in front of me. No. <laughs> Cuddling right up against my fucking... See, a part of me is like, I just for survival purposes, I'd want to be in the middle because then I have warmth on both sides of me. But then, you know, I don't really care how gay that sounds. I, I would want to be in the middle. I mean, I'd want to be warm. Why wouldn't you sleep with your back against the cave? That's what that's what the guy at the end should have done. That's what, that's what Jerry should have done. They, they should have slept. been closer to the cave. But then more it's raining. Angle, right? Wouldn't the cliff be cold-ish? 
Yeah, but because if it's freezing, then you wouldn't want to be near it. It's protecting you from wind, though. They were, but they were start. They were already in the cave, so they're not protecting you from wind. They were already protected from the wind and protected from the rain. It wasn't by really being a in cave. The cave. It was like a. It was like an overhang or yeah. whatever. I don't know what you fucking what you would call that, like. Overhang. Well, yeah, I'm calling it an overhang, but like, would you call that as like a? Okay, okay whatever. Well, it's, it's an overhang. They're under that thing, being protected by it. You know, I wish. I, I liked when the hillbillies caught up with them, and then they 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 were there. The one guy's like laying down where they laid down. I was like, yeah. They yeah. beat that other one until he was limp. <laughs> I loved that little bit. Oh, I would have loved it if they both were like just as crazy, and they both like laid down and like called one another and did like they they, they reenacted the whole thing together, like they were both in on the bit. Well, he tried to get him to lay down, didn't he? He tried. Yeah. He tried. He, well, he tried to get him to just to play along with the whole bit. But the other guy, he's obviously the straight, the straight man. To the yeah. other one's like wild guy. So. The grizzly bear. They're odd couple pairing. Yeah. To the oddball. Yeah. yeah, but it's like at the same time, it's like I would have loved if just both of them were fucking just wild. <laughs> have uh-huh. you ever seen Walk uh, Without a Paddle too? Once in my life. Uh, Nature's Calling. I've only seen it once. Uh, part of me would love to do it again as like a giant rewatch thing. Um, you know, watch the first movie, then watch the second movie and see. But I don't want to be like some sort of drinking game associated with it or something along those lines, you know? Just something to make that experience more fun because I remember watching it the first time and just going, this was such a pile of shit compared to this other movie that I actually love so much. Sequels always suck, right? Yeah. Especially when the main cast isn't in it. Look at all the um, spinoffs of American Pie. Yeah, but I actually don't mind Bandcamp. That was the first one, though. That was the yeah, that would be that would be their like number four, if we count those DVD films. Uh, we we met the guy from Naked Mile. Yeah, that's the only reason why I like rewatching. He that taught movie. a drama class for a couple days. Yeah, that's a cool story. We had uh, Tyrone Savage. Mm-hmm taught us drama for a whole week in high school in about 10 seconds of the naked mile <laughs> he's in oh he's he's, he's in a lot more because he gets the the horse semen the expired horse semen into his mouth oh that's a great story that guy taught us <laughs> <laughs> i remember when we when we um when we saw him and we had finally clued into that scene oh you were you him, were so excited about meeting him and asking him that question oh i couldn't wait by the time he was there, sitting down... Well, no, he was sitting down. He just walked up to us and we're like, Yo, dude, how is the goat? Because he fucks the goat in the movie. We're just like, how is the goat? <laughs> and he's like, you guys have seen that movie? Aren't you guys a little young for that? <laughs> Grade 11 high school. No, we are he's not. He's like, I'm too young for that? I'll watch anything. I've seen all the American Pies up to that point, man. <laughs> then, then we saw him perform Romeo and Juliet at the uh, Stratford yep. Festival. Mm-hmm. Which was cool as well. Mm-hmm. And then we got to perform there, doing a little bit of... Um, we did. What the fuck did we do? We Midsummer's did the, Night Dream. Midsummer Night. Did we do Midsummer's Night Dream? Yes. I thought we did. No, Much Ado about nothing. You son of a bitch. That was the one we did together. We did Much Ado, right? Where I was in the suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. Weren't you the? No. Yeah, yeah. You were. Because Nebel played a big role. Nebel played Don John. I was Don Pedro. Derek was the main guy. And then I forget everybody else. I know Jackson Pearson was involved in some way, but I completely forget. He was forget. the backstage. He was the, oh, he was the stage manager. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was the stage manager. I do remember, because, yeah, I remember going backstage and seeing him and high-fiving him. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I see Jackson Pearson every now and then. Just what, what a guy to, like, just talk about right now. I haven't just talked walking. or seen him in years. No, me either. Oh, should we just make that up? I've seen him. I haven't talked to him. Oh, so you've 
Oh, like you go up to his house and you look through his window, see what he's doing, yeah. and you walk away. Yeah, yeah. peep in his bathroom. That makes there. sense. Yeah. I do the same. Just catching, keep keeping tabs on him. Oh, he's still alive. All right, I'm gonna go away now. Is he your neighbor or something? Is that how you're able to keep yeah, tabs? Yeah, I, the way I go to work, he's walking home or something like that. I don't know. Walking. Does he work at the same place as you or something? Yeah. Walking home. I live like 15 minutes. He was our Val Victorian. No, what what happened? Stupid choice. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stupid choice. I don't think so, man. Totally deserved. That guy was all... I love Jackson, man. Totally deserved that. I didn't vote for him. I don't know if I voted for anyone. <laughs> I don't think I if did. If I'm being either. honest, I don't think... I, don't I think... probably wasn't there the day they had the vote. I believe that. I don't know if I was there, but I'm. if I was there, I don't <laughs> think I did it. But I was there like every day because I had no excuse to ever miss class. I lived across the street. Even on snow days, sometimes I would show up. But on the snow days, I would show up just to hang out with like uh, our guidance counselor. Our, our English teacher, Mr. Cooper, or our machine shop teacher, Mr. Leckman. Letty. Oh, I'm glad we're talking about the high school stuff now. This is something I actually want to talk about. Do you still talk to them? Cooper sends me messages every now and then. Asks me how Humber is. You didn't go then to I, Humber. Then, yeah, no, then I tell him, I didn't go to Humber. Centennial. I'd be like, how was Conestoga? Uh, Centennial, man. Centennial. I didn't go to either of those colleges. He never remembers, though. He never remembers. Because if it's not one of those like really recognizable ones... He doesn't care. <laughs> of course. It's, this, it's like this one guy we worked with that's, uh, at Zayers. Because we both worked at Zayers together. I worked in the bakery. You worked in produce. Do you remember Stanley from Grocery? No. Son of a bitch. He had a daughter that went to Sheridan. And he thought I went to Sheridan. And he was trying to get me to like show his daughter around the school. And I'm like... It had been like two years, and I kept telling him I would go to Centennial. I go to Centennial. I go to Centennial. I could. And then he's like, "Go to Centennial." And then, but he, but he would never register that I ever told him it. So he'd always be like, "So you go to Sheridan? How is it there, man? My daughter's gonna go there soon." I'm like, "She's like, how is it?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. I don't go to Sheridan. I have no idea." Lindsay goes to Sheridan, so now I can, she can probably tell you I was. The next she day, you, you like should be there, like, though. "Yo, I just ran into your daughter. She was really good." <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just to throw him for a loop. Uh, Stanley, no, I don't remember Stanley. He was bald and old. He looked like Mr. Clean. He actually looked like Mr. Clean okay. with glasses. I remember Stanley. <laughs> as soon as he looked like Mr. Clean. Yeah. Do you ever have you ever run into like some of the older managers we used to have at the at Zayers, like Brad or Louie? Nope. Nope. Or I just remember Brad got into a really bad car accident. That's the last thing I remember. Really? That's the last thing I remember ever hearing about him. I remember it was like a it was like in the winter time. And I remember one of the managers came up to everybody. She wasn't like going around telling everybody, but it's like I had walked into Jean? the break room. Uh, Eve, Eva, oh, some she shit. She must have been new. Oh, was she in meat? She was in Delhi for a while. Oh no, I don't know. But anyways, like it, it was, um, it was in the break room. I had walked in on just a conversation where she was telling a bunch of employees that, oh yeah, Brad was just in like a car accident. He's like in the hospital now. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I never heard that. I, I remember. Um... Louis getting his neck slashed open. I remember uh, that. He had a skid of glass or some fall and it broke and slashed his neck open and he was off for a really long time. Well, you would think after a situation like that's how close to death do you have to be, man? That's one of those moments. I mean, getting your throat slashed open, that's pretty close. Yeah. That is one of those moments where I you you, you, you uh, maybe I'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna. Maybe this, I, I thought working this in grocery life store was at theirs is not is not worth it anymore. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna go someplace else. Maybe a little less low risk. 
All right, man. Before we end, I'd love to get your get your thoughts on what if Marvel's what if. Yeah. So, uh, did you see the newest episode with Doctor Strange? Yeah. That was my favorite episode. Really? I thought that was amazing. I thought, but I, I liked it for so many. I thought the the what was the, the episode animation... before uh, Doctor Strange? Oh, the episode before that was uh, the murder mystery episode. No, I I uh, yeah, I liked um, the Black Panther T'Challa, or I mean Star Lord story the best i thought that was great i the first one i thought they i thought they've all been great but i thought they've improved with each episode well they're, like they're the first one's the, the worst movies, but it, right yeah like the first episode i would i would it, it, only because i have to if i'm ranking them it would be considered the worst even yeah. though i do think it's a good episode and then the second one i thought amazing great tribute to chadwick and then the third episode oh my god murder mystery i did not think hank pym was going to be the one no like ties it all back together but it's so cool because, like, the other change they made was that Hope became a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent earlier. And then she got killed by the Winter Soldier. And Black Widow, in her, in the actual timeline, escaped the Winter Soldier. But it's weird that Hank Pym targeted the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. and not the Winter Soldier. Because <laughs> that would target the Winter Soldier if, I, if he killed my fucking daughter. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in his shoes, I'm targeting that guy. Yeah, but the Winter Soldier is more of a ghost than... Harder to find. Is, right? Harder to find. Okay, Especially so just... when you work from. Okay, so I, I get what you mean. But no, I love I love the whole series. Um, I love all the the cameos. I'm pissed that they couldn't get everybody. <sighs> the only people so far they haven't been able to get Brie Larson. Yeah, Scarlett, Tony Star, Scarlett oh, Johansson. Scar- oh yeah. Oh well, they're probably not gonna get her ever again. No. That one's definitely that bridge is burned. That's I don't a, know if they're gonna be able to recover no-no. from that one. Uh, there will be no more Chadwick Boseman, probably, which is sad. It was great to hear his voice. For a brief moment, it was good to hear his voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's about it. He's supposed to appear in three more episodes, but I don't know I don't know the validity of that. Is he? Yeah, I don't know the validity of that, though. Like, as far as I know, there was he had, he had voiced enough for four episodes, but that was just a rumor. But I'm pretty sure he comes back for at least... Another episode. See more Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that episode ended off, you see Ego talking to Peter, right? It so. seems like, yeah, it seems like there should be more. Like, mm-hmm. the, another another episode that'll tie back into that. But they've seemed also one-off. And so it'll be interesting to see if they do continue that storyline, or if they'll just have Chadwick come back in a different episode. As a different just, thing. Just as, or maybe just as Black Panther, if he just comes back for a different, like, for the Killmonger and Tony Stark episode from the trailer. He could probably come back for that one. I could see him come back, but so he wouldn't. He wouldn't be playing the T'Challa Star Lord. He no. would just be playing the Black Panther. Just a different version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that makes. I'm sense. excited to see how that plays out with the Killmonger and Tony Stark. Basically, Tony Stark funds Killmonger's plans to go take over Wakanda, and then Killmonger. It seems like in the trailer, successfully is able to do it, but it's it'll be interesting to see how that whole episode plays out and what the whole storyline of it is. Because right now, all it seems like is he rescues Tony Stark. Tony Stark pays him back by funding his plan to take over Wakanda, and that's it. Hmm. And so far, that's, that's all. That's all. That's all the trailer really gives away. But back to the Doctor Strange episode, yeah, I thought what, that was fantastic. What, what did you like about that? I thought the animation was great. I thought, like, I thought it was very colorful. But at the at the end of the at was the end that of the Rachel day, McAdams? Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, it was just the core, the themes, the messages, and the heart of the episode, like. There was more of an emotional through line in that episode than there was in any of the previous three. 
like the emotional through line in the second episode is because Chadwick was dead. Yeah. And so it hits you harder because, well, you know he's he's not here anymore. And so that's what's getting that, that that's what that makes that episode feel so special. But in this episode, it was like seeing how hard he tried to bring oh, back. Oh, he did everything he could. Yeah. It did a whole groundhog day where he just rewound time constantly. Then the ancient one you know, splits him into two, mm-hmm. sends him into the past. I love, love that. Yeah. That was nice. He learns about Caligastro. Uh, Calig- I'm butchering it. I know that, but takes over all the myth, uh, mystic beasts' yeah, souls, eats all their souls, souls, gets all their powers, absorbs all of it, trains for centuries to become strong enough that he will be able to break an absolute point in time which i guess is different from a nexus event or is it the same as a nexus event because in that universe because it's not because it's like in our universe he was able to defeat darmamo darmamu without christine palmer dying yeah but in this universe he's not he's not able to do that she is the absolute point in that universe if he if she doesn't die in that universe then he can't go on and defeat darmamu and so the world ends which what I thought when uh, he uh, didn't when he left without her, I thought he would have broke his hands. Yeah, not have her died in some fire or something like that. It's no matter what he did. It's like it's like in Law. Uh, I don't know if it was Lost. Yeah, it's like Lost in season three with Charlie, and they they have it so no matter how many times he evades death, the universe is gonna have a way to work itself out. And if you're destined to die, you're destined to die no mm-hmm. matter what. And that's what it was with her. It's like no matter how many times, no matter how many things he tried. She was gonna die no matter what, and like him cluing into that, it's like, no, I gotta go back in time. I gotta be able to fix this. Becomes this uh, Doctor Strange Supreme, like killer suit, mm-hmm. baggy ass blue purple eyes though. I love the scene when uh, uh, Rachel McAdams' character sees him for the first time after she's been dead, and he's all the different creatures, all the different beasts he absorbs. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Like, oh. what do you think would happen to you if you're fucking doing that? It, oh, it's so it's, it's so gonna cool, change though. you and so cool. Yeah, oh, very much so. I loved I loved that whole bit. Like, and then that's also the moment when I, I'll okay. Sorry, I'm way ahead of myself. The fact that in that moment he breaks apart, like the whole universe is like ending, mm-hmm. and then he acknowledges that he you ought up. to. The Watcher is right there. Yeah. That he knows he's there. He, he he's become so powerful in the mystic arts and Caligstro's like spells and the books and all that. He's become the most powerful being in that universe. That he destroyed his own universe to bring the love of his life back, and that he sees the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Like he and the Watcher actually acknowledges his existence. Existence, and he goes and talks to him. He's like, no one is no one is a god. You can't play god, and that's what you tried to do, and that's what ruined everything. And I can't fix this. Mm-hmm. Nobody like, can. It, it happened. You did this to yourself. And now he's like trapped in this like purple prism, which leads me off to believe that we will see him again in either Doctor Strange or Spy. I know the the theory is that that the Doctor Strange in No Way Home isn't the actual Doctor Strange, and I like that theory. But after seeing this episode, isn't it plausible that this is just going to be another Doctor Strange that makes a fatal mistake that ends up shattering his own universe? But what would be could this be um because it's after loki is this the kang mm-hmm. change right yeah i want to know how what the timeline is and everything like what was the nexus event that started off the branches because people think it was the scarlet witch thing that her becoming the scarlet witch 
that was the Nexus event that finally changed all the all the universe, that changed the sacred timeline? Or was it, you know, is it going to be Doctor Strange and Peter, you know, making everyone forget who Spider-Man was? Well, that's the way trailer, the trailer made it seem. Right? Yeah. They're making it seem like it's that event. And so Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch. I, I mean, it would be surprising if you find out that all those events took place at the same time. Mm-hmm. like the episodes yeah and so the nexus event that broke the timeline was just a, an amalgamation of all of sylvie it. killing loki wanda becoming scarlet witch and then doctor strange uh t- uh making the world forget who spider-man was yeah i wish honestly though i wish um matt murdoch could have <sighs> came in and been peter's lawyer just in the comics okay i think I think he's going to show up, though. You think so? You see, you've you seen Charlie Cox in those interviews when he's talking about... He gets asked about it. And anytime someone doesn't say an outright no or an outright yes, and he's kind of like laughing about it, like you can tell they're hiding something. Because I get like that. People just... People get like that when it's they have something tick, to hide. right? It's like Andrew Garfield when he's like, All I can say is they didn't call me. Ha ha ha. I'm not a werewolf. I'm not a werewolf. Like oh, that whole fucking thing he did, which is weird. It's like all he's saying is that they didn't call him. Mm-hmm. They, he didn't say they didn't email him. He or didn't text say they him. They didn't text him. They didn't, or they didn't come to his house and grab a coffee with him. Or they didn't call his agent who called him. <laughs> yeah. It's like all he's saying is he did not have a call with Kevin Feige or Marvel. But it's like what? I'll, I'm. But that's also he the clearly best. has something to hide because he like a DoorDash delivery driver in Atlanta spotted him near the set, so delivered him food. I mean, if we're going off of what one DoorDash driver says, I know that's not like the best source, but they're saying they they saw him. I'm excited because, as you know, Andrew Garfield used to be my favorite Spider-Man. What a hot take! Not, what a fucking hot take! Not Tobey Maguire, but now I will admit it is Tom Holland. He's grown grown on me. I like Tom. But Toby, it's Toby, man, for me. Uh, I can't. I, I think this is growing up, and like I, how much I adore the Holy Trilogy, and how much I, I meme it out, and ah, uh, it's like a part of my life in a way. And I, that's that's what I see. I don't. Toby Maguire is just an ignorant piece of shit in my eyes. Andrew Garfield is a British actor who just kills. I couldn't disagree more. Although I will role. agree. Okay, I do agree with Andrew Garfield's a phenomenal British actor because Social Network, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, that's, a good, that's, a really that's good one of the movie. best performances of his I would say the best performance of his career. Mm-hmm. I loved him in that movie. Very emotional. Yeah. That was the best he should have won best actor that year, but I mm-hmm. forget who beat him, so maybe the person that beat him actually deserved it more. But I do think that he deserved it because that was my favorite performance of that year. Um so I give you that. He's a great actor, and I thought the chemistry between him and Emma Stone were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that's obviously because they were like engaged going out at the time. Yeah. So it's like their a relationship real life was couple. playing out on screen. Yeah. So I loved the chemistry. I loved the romance angle. I loved all that. But I just thought the stories were lacking. They were trying way too hard to, to be different. And with the whole untold story begins, they'd have like plot lines that would start and then just end out of nowhere. Like when the Indian guy, rest in peace, because I, I don't think he's dead now, but um, he is in the taxi. Lizard grabs him, and then you never see him again. They just like It felt like they just completely forgot about that plot line. Just abandon it halfway through because they also stop talking about Peter's parents at that point in the movie as well. Yeah, that's never mentioned again. The the rest of the movie has nothing to do with everything they set up throughout the first half. That's fair. Okay, but that's <laughs> that's talking on the movie itself. 
I'm talking about the character of Spider-Man. I thought he had the good quips. He had the best quips. His Peter Parker was okay, but I thought his Spider-Man was better than his Peter. Uh, but S- Toby had the best... Toby had the best duality of Spider-Man, I think. The best duality of Peter or Spider-Man. The challenges of what it means to be Spider-Man in a way. I mean, Tom Holland has it as well. But I feel like Andrew had the least amount of that. Uh, it felt like Peter's life was successful and so was Spider-Man's. See, the way they made Andrew Garfield's uh, Peter Parker, he wasn't as much of a nerd as the other two were. Or, I mean, right? if you can build your own web fluid, you're still a nerd. I mean, he's really smart. Doesn't mean he's not liked, right? Oh, yeah. Because Peter Pop- or Parker is not popular. Yeah. Well, we think he's not popular, but then with Tom Holland's version, it's kind of surprising that he's not popular because I'd want to hang out with him. He seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like he's awkward. He's not as awkward as like uh, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire's Andrew yeah, Garfield is, right? That's fair. Oh, all right, man. This is like an hour and a half. I think I'm about ready to pack this shit up Alrighty. and end this. This is a lovely conversation, and I'm glad we were able to do this. All right, everybody. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, guys. See you next week. Ciao.